Welcome to Tommy G Talks. All right, Alex Povey, thank you for joining me today on Tommy G Talks. I'm really excited for a couple of reasons uh, to be speaking to you today. First of all, I was recently on your podcast, you interviewed me, and actually it was quite a, a special episode, I think, for, for me to be involved in, because I really went there, I think, with um, a lot of the content that we covered. And so what I'd encourage anyone listening to this episode at the moment to do is go and check out Alex's podcast for a start because there's some great content on there, great guests. Go and listen to the episode that Alex and I done together uh, because it just gives a a lot of insight into some of the things I don't usually talk about very much. Um, Now today, the second reason I'm excited is because we are going to be talking some business today, in particular around the fitness industry. So before we get into it and before we get our hands right into the content. I'd like to invite you, Alex, to introduce yourself, say who you are, what you do, and why you do it. Awesome. So thank you so much for a wicked introduction. It was uh, it was great having you on my own podcast. And um, actually this morning, I've got a little bit of a confession because uh, you actually made me cry. Um, oh man. <laughs> I, and I'll get into this. I know you wanted to keep it positive, but there is a positive side to this. I've started reading your book, um, Back Yourself, which you've just released, which is awesome. I I bought some copies for my clients and I got to page 26 and you'll know what's on page 26 and I've got the book here in front of me and um, yeah, I read it this morning and I welled up, Tommy, I welled up and uh, it kind of helped me understand why you're doing what you're doing and why you've got this purpose and this mission to really help people and make your brother proud. And that really touched me this morning. So I just wanted to share that and show my appreciation for you putting that down on paper and letting people like me read it. And it's just a great thing to be able to share that with people because it must have been really tough for you. Yeah, man. Um, well, first of all, I really appreciate that. And it's a strange feeling because you're not the first person today to, to say that the book made them cry. Uh, and I guess it's when, when it's your truth and it's the stuff that you live by and it's your philosophy in life. And, you know, some people like to call it having your heart on your sleeve when, when that is your narrative, it's, just a no brainer to share it when you have the chance to. And I think that the, you know, the reason why it's on in the book and on page 26 in the book specifically, um, is because I knew for, for a few years, mate, that when I wrote this book, I'd have to give everything to it. And I don't want to hold on to my words, words that are so important to me as a person, but also that could make a big difference to people. And I've always, you know, uh, said leading up to this book that the hardest part of writing it was getting the balance right in terms of sharing experiences, but not making it all about me, making it about the reader and putting it into context to be helpful. Mm. So um, the fact that you've said that it's, you know, helped you uh, and not just made you cry because it's, you know, a sad story or, you know, an unfortunate situation is really quite reassuring for me. So Mm. I really appreciate those words. Thank you. 
Yeah. And it's a positive so, thing. Um, it's a positive thing. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a weird feeling, mate, to have people uh, reading the book and then just kind of waiting to see what happens like from my point of view i'm just kind of yeah. waiting to see yeah. what you know what people make of it and mm. and uh yeah it's, it's exciting so t- today i mean in the book and and hopefully i'm not quite 100 percent sure without checking but i think you may have read by now some of the early fitness industry stuff yeah um that i've shared in the book about you know when when i <clears throat> excuse me when i started out as a personal trainer and and also some of the experiences that I had in New Zealand on the gym floor. Um, we, we actually, uh, I think, I think you jumped in and, and, and went straight there and thanked me for the, for what you read in the book. So let's go right into to what you do and bring context to the reason why we're talking about the gym floor, why we're going to talk about the PT fitness industry. Sure. Um, so what do you do and, and why do you do it? Sure. So we'll, we'll dive into that. I just wanted to make sure I got across that point because I thought that was super important I appreciate that. to this podcast. But in terms of what I do, um, I find myself in a space now where I'm helping coaches and personal trainers build their businesses. Because basically what I realized was there's a lot of coaches and personal trainers out there that have really not been shown how to sell and market themselves and they go through these level two and their level three trainings. But that's what I call the the product delivery, right? The product knowledge. But in those trainings and those certifications, there's nothing about building a business. There's nothing about sales or acquiring clients or building relationships. And I was like, wait a minute, there's, there's a big gap here and there must be tons of people struggling. And so I started doing my research and, um, that was the truth that I found in the market. People were struggling to get clients. People didn't know how to get clients. I was like, okay, this is kind of a negative part of the market, but let's turn it into a positive by helping these people succeed, right? And that's become kind of my mission. Now, why have I decided to do that? Well, my backstory is I won't go all the way back because I've done tons of stuff. But once I graduated from university, I did a real estate and investment degree, and I went in to work for this property investment firm in Manchester, uh, a well-renowned firm selling off-plan investments all around the world to investors, high net worth individuals. And when I first started, Tommy, I was absolutely shocking at selling. So I just struggled. And it was like one of these really high pressure sales environments with sales balls, uh, sales boards, KPIs. Uh, you literally had to log all your call time. There was a screen, how many clicks you did. Everything was monitored down to the detail, uh, monitored down to the detail. And I really struggled when I first started. And I was like, how do I make this work? Because there was loads of commissions on the table. And I was like, I really want to make that money. I really want to make these commissions. And so I struggled for the first couple of months, but all these great salespeople were around me and they sort of kind of encouraged me to perfect my skills and improve myself. And then um, sort of like six months, I think it was, into my journey, um, a sales trainer came into the company um, and his name's Dermot Collins. And he was a very interesting character, very aggressive in his approach to kind of selling, almost like Wolf of Wall Street-like if that makes sense. And he literally got me in a room. He broke me down into an inch of my life mentally, made me feel so, so small, but then helped me see some of the barriers that were stopping me from selling and really getting through to people and persuading them to purchase these properties, to 
make them more wealthy, right? And then he really trained me in sales and how to perfect my skills and become a better salesperson. And after that, I spent a couple of years with that company and uh, just developed my skills from there and got really good at selling and obviously made a decent amount of money. Then I went off to set up an e-com business for an American investor and built that to seven staff, um, did a, a great volume of sales, both online and offline. And I was like, okay, what's next? And that's what kind of led me to where I am now, where I set up my own business, taking my sales skills, my business skills, and my knowledge of growing businesses. And then I'm showing personal trainers and coaches how they can do that too for their businesses. I mean, that's uh, so good to understand your background around selling because one thing, and I know we we kind of said at the start before we went on, on air here, that we would not, uh, let's say, bash the current situation, but rather mm. bring the best out of it. But before we kind of bring the best out of it, I think it's important to say that um, some people who teach sales to business owners, albeit in the personal training, fitness industry, or otherwise – haven't necessarily been successful themselves or had that hard conditioning that's required to really understand something viscerally. It's like reading something in a book or watching it on a video or listening to it on a podcast, then going and teaching that as like an echoed process does not make you an expert at something. You have to understand it viscerally to be able to perform under pressure, to be able to advise under pressure, to be able to pivot if necessary. And that only comes with experience. So it's refreshing to know that, that that's there. And, and, you know, you and I had a, what, what was quite cool actually uh, for the listeners to, to understand is that when you asked for me to be on your podcast, I think I gave you 40 minutes. I think I was like, yeah, I've got 40 minutes. Let's see how it goes. We ended up speaking like after the recording for another 45 minutes. Mm. Um, and that's not because I let someone down and didn't turn up to an appointment. It's because I had that time anyway, but I didn't really know who you were. And so, you know, with all due respect, it was like, look, I'm going to give this guy 40 minutes of my time. I don't really know him that well. But after the conversation we had, we started talking a little bit more. And one of the things I said to you was that there's this clarity to what you're doing that I've not experienced before, felt before on an energy level from someone who's teaching sales, marketing to personal trainers or to the fitness uh, industry in general. And then that's when you said to me, I think I know why it's because I've never been a, P a PT. Mm. And I was like, well, well that, that just rang true for me because you're a, you're a, a professional, albeit an expert. And that word does get used a lot. And, and so I don't know what your feelings are about that word, but I consider you someone who spent a lot of time making this, your, your graft, you know, putting the work in, knowing exactly what to do in certain situations and you've identified a op an opportunity in in a marketplace that desperately needs it personal trainers and you know yourself alex i've been working in the fitness industry for over 10 years i've been a pt myself full-time knocking out 45 50 hours of one-to-one -one pt a week i've also helped bring through dozens of pts within my own gym over the over the last eight years it's hard and when you do your pt qualification you get very little sales training or marketing training. At the end of the day, every business is a sales and marketing business. If you're not doing sales and marketing, you're not a business. So it doesn't matter what you do, you need to be good at it. And when you're a PT, you just want to help people get fit. And all of a sudden, you've got to go and have sales conversations. You've got to do all these things. And the limited amount of sales training that you get on your course, even though they say, oh, with your module, when you do your level three, we'll give you a sales and marketing training. You're getting this 
training from someone who probably wasn't very good at it because they ended up getting a job as a course provider, you know, so they didn't have to go out there and hustle hard and make a living because they, and this is no disrespect because you've got to follow your genius zone. And if your genius zone is teaching content, that's great. But if the content you're teaching is something that requires you to just get your hands dirty and experience the pain and the letdown, then that can be a bit of a disconnect. So I think you're doing a great, a great thing here for the industry. I think it really needs it. Um, and I just wanted to compliment you on that and also bring some context from my point of view as someone who you can understand, Alex, how I'd be very cautious of people who are doing what you're doing. Yeah, 100%. And I said this to you before, um, when we had that conversation right off the record after the podcast, and I kind of, um, I was a bit vulnerable about it, right? I told you that when I first started doing it, I almost felt a bit like, um, a bit weird about the whole situation because I hadn't been a personal trainer before. So my first instinct was like, well, I wonder if they call me out that I've not been a personal trainer. And then when I started to think about it, I was like, well, that's not what I'm teaching them. I'm not teaching them how to be personal trainers. I'm teaching them how to sell personal training, right? They're the experts of personal training. They know, hopefully, how to get results and get their clients to the level their clients want to be at, right? But it's my job to help them um, make the sales process easier, make it more fun, make it more enjoyable, and and, um, take people through a process that helps them be personal trainers because they're kind of personal trainers second. They're salespeople and business people first, but they think they can survive just on being a personal trainer. So I just want to share those skills and impart my knowledge. And by no means, I'm still not an expert in my world. I still think I've got way more to go, right? And I'm constantly upgrading my knowledge, right? Kaizen, I'm constantly upgrading, looking for new ways to improve my my skills and my strategies, even my sales, even though I've been doing it for years and years and years. I don't even consider myself that good, right? Obviously, it's all relative. So for me teaching a personal trainer who's got no sales experience, I'm going to seem like a guru, like they like to call people, right? And I don't like to be branded as a guru, right? I'm just someone that knows how to sell stuff. I've sold a lot of stuff and I'm just sharing those ideas and skills and strategies with people. Um, But I'm still on a journey myself. I was listening to a podcast uh, yesterday talking about selling, right? And um, it was these remote revolution guys that I went to see a couple of of days ago in Spain. They had this guest on and they were talking about selling. And personal training is selling as well because you're persuading someone to listen to the advice that you're giving them so that they take action and they get the result. They lose weight or they increase muscle, right? So even the process of delivering personal training is selling because it's persuasion, right? And I think a lot of people overlook the power of being able to help me people make decisions and change their habits. And I'm looking into all kinds of stuff um, with Tony Robbins at the moment because he does some incredible work with habits. And I'm trying to find new ways to help my clients with their habits as well because it's not just about the strategies, the systems. It's about the mindset, isn't it, Tommy? It's about how you think. It's about those overcoming those fears, overcoming those barriers, crushing limiting beliefs. And I find that most of my results come from helping people overcome those t- challenges and not just giving them a script or a way to handle a, an objection. That is kind of like just a strategy. Without the mindset, 
it's very difficult to to achieve the result that you're looking for. And you'll find that in any type of business or any type of situation, right? Yeah, mate, 100%. I think like the limiting belief that's most common in any kind of uh, situation where someone's in charge of their own income generation is this whole limiting belief around selling itself. Like, I don't like to be a salesperson. I don't want people to think I'm this selling person that's always looking for money. Now, one thing that I think works really well is to actually think of selling as trading because money is an energy. It's a currency that flows between people. And we we give our time to earn money from one side, and then we give our time to uh, receive money from another side. It's a constant flow. It comes to us, it leaves. It comes to us, it leaves, just like any energy. And I think when you when you approach it like that, it's like you've got something that people need, and that's your time, that's your, time your expertise. So the trade for that time and expertise is currency. It's whatever money they pay you with. And so like understanding that as a philosophy removes that limiting belief, I feel, because as a PT or anyone that's done anything, you've put considerable time and effort in to be that person. And that's why you've got value and people have a need. You've got a service those two things can be connected through a conversation, which we call a sales conversation. Mm. But actually it's more of a, a negotiation of a trade. I think. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be uh, financial, right? Like we're constantly going into these yeah. trades or relationships or talks with our friends, with our family, with people on the street where like everywhere, there's always these situations where you're kind of bartering with something, right. Or convincing or persuading or, even if you're like thinking of somewhere to eat with your your family, like you're pitching where you want to go, right? Everything is a sales situation exactly. to some degree. And you can have fun with it. People kind of fear it or stay away from it. But I think it's a really fun thing to like play around with. And that's why I try and instill with uh, into all my my clients. I'm like, just look at the upside. And at the end of the day, like we're here and we're all just kind of going through this life and I like to, it sounds a bit weird, but sometimes when I'm sort of um, in another country or it's a clear sky and it's night and you can actually see the stars, I kind of look up and I see the stars and I and I see how kind of far away they are and how big they are. And I'm like, like we're so insignificant in the grand scheme of things, right? And so that's how I gain perspective in terms of like sales and these situations and that really they don't matter, it doesn't really matter if you are good, if you're bad, if someone rejects you, if they accept you. In the grand scheme of things, it's insignificant. And it's all about having the perspectives to not take it too seriously. And that's why I say, guys, just have fun with it. Just enjoy the process. Like play around with it. See if you can take some uh, people from one point to another and persuade them into buying your service or your package or whatever you want to do. And that's going to make their life better. So you're not you're not kind of blindsiding them or doing anything untoward. It's persuading someone to improve the quality of their life, right? But that's having the right belief system in yourself that you can deliver on the the promises that you're putting out there as well. That is the super important thing. If you don't believe in what you're selling, then you won't want to sell it because you won't want people to buy it. But if you do believe in your in in what you're selling and you 
kind of don't put that across, you don't communicate it. What I say is you're actually doing people a disservice. You're doing them a disservice by not making them aware of what incredible things you can do to people's lives. And that's why I say to all my clients over and over again, stop doing people a disservice. Let them know how good you are. Let them know what you can do because that's so important to help them in their journey. And if you just think like that, it becomes much easier. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm totally with you on that. And like the authentic, the authentic display of who you are as a person is so key because the more people like you have to always take the career route here, the long approach, no one's going to come into this for a quick buck. It's not going to work at some point. It's going to fall down because we're dealing with people here. We're dealing with emotions. We're dealing with deep desires and discomforts that people have within their own personal body that they're coming for some help with, you know, that they're not, they're not just, buying something that's consumable in a few seconds they're actually putting their desires and their dreams in your hands as a pt and um we should never like pts and people in any sort of helping industry should never take that for granted the amount of trust that someone gives us when they start working with us so going into that world looking for a quick win and a quick payday is the wrong energy to bring and so therefore it will always fall down and break the authentic approach is the most important thing, I think, from a, a point of view of anyone that's coaching, training, instructing, because let everyone else do the douchebag move and your message will just come through shinier, clearer, and more honest and integral. And you'll be the one that gets the most amount of business because you're living the truth. And um, I think that shows up in the fitness industry a lot, Alex, with the uh, like passive income mm. thing what do you think yeah so are you talking about this idea that it can just be passive and you don't really need to put any effort into the clients and you can just sit back and make money is is that what you mean yeah i i, I do and i mean like the opportunities like you've you've identified an opportunity in the fitness industry with your skill set there are other people out there that, that have identified a, an opportunity in the fitness industry with their skill set and part of that skill set is building let's say an online membership mm. course where they think, right, I could put all loads of videos, I could pre-record, I could do all these things, make it automated, and then all I'd have to do was go and send ads out to the world, and they would come. Um, I'm, on, I'm on about that kind of approach. Yeah, I mean, each their own. Like, I, I don't um, kind of look at anyone else's business and go, that's the right or the wrong way to do it. All I would look at is, are these people getting people results, and are their customers satisfied with the, the service, right? Um, and that's what it comes down to. Like if you're in the business for the right reasons, you genuinely want to help people figure out the best way to do it at scale, um, and do it right. Because there's so many people that, that need help out there and it's up to us, people like myself or, or trainers and coaches and people like you to try and get your message out to the masses and in the best way possible. So I think the internet is a great tool for that. Right, it can help you reach a lot of people really, really quickly. You'll know this on social media, on Instagram, on Facebook. As long as the right intentions are there, right? As long as it's not just transactional, um, actually going yeah. back into helping people and showing a genuine interest in getting them results. And I think it all just comes down to the true motives behind any of these type of businesses. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you gotta if you're gonna help people, you, you need to be. You need to be stepping up with that in, intentional energy, 
firing up from a place of love and then being rewarded for that in the alternative payment that is money in terms of the energy that you give and the energy Mm. that you receive. It won't work if you disconnect it. It has to be equal to it. And that's a hard thing to get your head around, I think, in terms of money and your philosophy around money. But everything that you earn, everyone, anyone earns, is equal to the energy that they put in somewhere at some point in their life, whether it was into themselves, into investing into their own education or their skill set, or actually spending time with someone, giving them some kind of service mm. or product. So what, what do you think are the um what do you think are the biggest opportunities out there for like because even now there's people coming out of uh, PT qualifications that are coming straight out into the market now. Um, what's the biggest opportunity out there? Right. So that? I would say first things first, because I speak to a lot of personal trainers, right? And they get shiny object syndrome, right? Everyone, like anyone listening to this can relate. I get shiny object syndrome. So do you probably, Tommy. Like we all look at all these wonderful things oh, around yeah. <laughs> us. There's an abundance of opportunity, no matter what industry or what you do. Like it, there's unlimited possibilities, right? I was just about to write a post before we jump on this. Like there's, there's so much opportunity out there. It's just having the courage to go and take it. Right. And that's what people have got to remember. There's, there's so much, but in terms of like personal trainers coming into industry or coaches, like I would say first things first, if you've not trained anyone, you've not got any results, focus on building a great one-to-one coaching business because there's nothing better than getting that real world feedback and really building up those case studies and testimonials and then perfecting your craft, right? Really getting good at it and just getting that instant feedback. It's the same way I built my business. I built it offline first, working face-to-face so I could identify the problems. Then I was like, how can I scale this thing now? How can I reach more people? And this is the opportunity for people. So if they can build a successful offline business, which by the way, is the easiest thing to do. If you can't do that, going online and trying to scale things, whoa, that's going to be a lot harder for you, right? So I'd say master the offline business, get really good at that. Maybe do it for six months, maybe do it for 12 months. Once you're at a point where you go, this is sustainable, this is steady, you build up some capital, I think a good opportunity is to go online. And you'll notice that there's tons of guys advertising these online programs. Um, And I'm not talking about kind of the monetary gains. They're really, really good. I'm talking about the opportunity, the scalability and reaching more people with more impact, right? It's the same thing that I'm doing with my business. I'm trying to figure out, well, how can I help more coaches in one go? Because I want to have a big impact because this is how I see it. If I can help um, a coach perfect their business, their sales, their marketing, and help them get more clients, effectively what I'm doing is I'm having an impact on all those clients that they get, right? So if I can help a 1,000 coaches and then times that by their individual client bases, guess what? I help thousands and thousands and thousands of people live healthier lives, right? Indirectly by the work that I do. So for coaches and personal trainers going into the industry, they can do the same by going online. That's the opportunity for them. It's ultra scalable because you can add people to groups. And um, I watched this interesting thing on Chris Dufay's uh, Instagram the other day. And uh, he was on my podcast as well. Awesome guy, by the way, from from Oz, I think. And he's in Bali at the moment. But he was talking about the accountability eggs. I don't know if you've heard of this concept, but you've got different levels of accountability. The first one's you, 
accountable to yourself. The second one is accountable to a coach. But then the third one is accountable to community, right? And this is where people get really, really good results. And you can create that community feel using online um, strategies like Facebook groups, right? So you can get people really good results and it's ultra scalable. And so that is what I'd say is the opportunity for these people is get really good at offline and then there's opportunities for scalability and huge accountability in groups and creating tribes online because there's billions of people that need help. There's so many people that could improve the quality of their life. And so that's what these personal trainers should be aiming to do. How do I make the biggest impact? How do I scale this? How do I create these accountability groups? And that is the real opportunity, I think. Yeah, solid advice. I think it's great that you value the importance of the face-to-face experience, learning your trade, earning your stripes, so to speak. And it's a fine line between uh, procrastinating and being perhaps on the other side of the, the line of fear before taking a bold step onto the internet. Um, fine line between that and making sure that you understand mm. the market. Like that no one can tell you how long you know that that is everyone's going to have a different experience it might be a super fast thing for some people it might take a bit longer for others but i guess the um the key thing is to do it when the market demands it of you and that the the, the way that you know that is that yeah. you've run out of time to serve people one-to-one face-to-face like you, you're fully booked you're doing everything that you intended to do time-wise money-wise perhaps at phase one of building your your physical business and at that point it's time to make the jump and sometimes that means taking a bit of a hit on the income side of things and scaling back a day a week perhaps to free up time to build this next phase of your life and to learn the things you need to learn but always make sure that you are doing what the market is looking for from you i think uh that's a lesson that i definitely learned recently as well and and i know that that's something that you're big on too so alex share with like there's a lot of people out there that are that are sales gurus you know they really are they've paved the way for a lot of people um and they've done so by doing what you've just said they've scaled their message by creating online platforms events audiobooks written books like there's there's lots of ways that these people because i i bet there are some uh, world-class sales people and uh, and 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 these people are doing their thing day in day out and they work for businesses but they've never scaled but out of the people that Mm -hmm. are commonly known perhaps even considered famous or celebrities perhaps who do you admire or look up to? great question i absolutely love that because just as i kind of mentor other people and help other people people help me right so maybe i don't pay them like huge fees to to be a part of their kind of ecosystem or get direct contact with them but i'm reading their material which is very accessible right like books like podcasts now there's a when it comes to sales um there's one guy in particular that i really enjoy now not everyone likes this guy because he's a bit out there but he crushes it on social media and he is very good at sales and he knows how to close deals right and if you're looking to gain 
like some sales skills or sales knowledge and you don't know where to start and you want someone who knows what they're doing, you need to check this guy out. His name is Grant Cardone. Yeah, <laughs> with the build-up, you could see where I was going with that, right? Because that fits his profile, right? He, I read his books a lot, right? I was reading his book um, every morning until I got yours and I've put his on hold because I obviously read a lot of his books. He's got a book called Sell or Be Sold um, and 10X Rule. And he's got a couple of others as well. But these books are really easy to digest. And this guy has been selling for like 30 years. And he just breaks it down into simple uh, messages that are easy to digest. His books are easily accessible and easy to download. And I would consider him one of the top sales guys. And that is his mission, right? He wants to be known as the best sales trainer in the world, right? And I like him as well because he's got a real estate background as well. Because I've got a real estate background. I did a degree in real estate. He did real estate and he's building a monster real estate company as well. But he cuts those deals with sales, right? With phone calls. And he's built a massive sales force. And there's just so much you can learn from this guy. And not to mention that, he's just great on social media. He used to get slammed for posting um, I think it was like at one point every minute on Twitter, like constantly posting and people in the media bashed him and said, that's not how you do it. That's not how you post on social media. Now he's got like 750,000 followers and he's built an incredible Instagram account yeah. and he's everywhere, right? He's got omnipresence. And that is the key thing to sales is attention, you need attention to then create a, a massive impact. This guy is creating huge impact because he has one key thing, just like Gary Vee does. He has attention. That is what I call a master yeah. guru, someone that can hold the attention of millions and millions of people and smash his message through and people are taking it on board and doing really well with it. I've applied a lot of his strategies. I share a lot of his strategies with my clients because yeah. – there, there are no brainer ways to do business. Um, but number one, him. Yeah. Number two, he's a bit more of a silent assassin, but he's probably one of the best people on Facebook ads that I know. Um, his name is Sam Ovens, and I absolutely admire this yeah. guy for how he builds businesses. My business was conceived off the back of his training. He's got a training called the Client Accelerator, cool. and... I've been watching him for, for a while and he basically shows you how to build a business through the internet, right? And how to pick a niche like personal training, which I decided to do. And then basically go to the market, ask for all the pains, all the problems, all the things that keep people up at night so that you can then create a product, build it and go back to the market with and sell it as a consulting based services. And that's exactly what I did. Yes, right? yes. I literally just took that model and that's what I have Smart. created. That is what we run. We run a Sam Evans based coaching business, right? Consulting business. And he has a company called consulting.com, yes. which everyone should check out and watch this guy. I think he's from New Zealand. He's got a cool accent. He does about 20 million in sales yes. and he runs it all through Facebook ads and one funnel, like absolutely nuts. And his training is probably the best on the planet. That is how you have massive impact. Get really good at selling on Facebook or really good at selling verbally, getting huge amount of attention and then having the best products on the planet. And those two people I really admire. I've got tons of others, Tommy, but 
um, I'd be going on forever speaking about sure. <laughs> well, I think that the two you've shared are amazing forces to be reckoned with. And what I love about the two of them is they understand their scale in terms of what's too much and what they want. Grant Cardone's got no ceiling. He seems to just be going, going, going. And Sam Ovens does it in a very subtle way, in a, uh, you could argue, because he kind of disrupts the message to get your attention. And then he brings you into his world. Um, totally admire those guys. And I think as a extra value for anyone listening that's looking to learn, I would throw another name in, in there and say from a, a bare bones, basic, down to earth, simple start point uh, for people. Check out Jeffrey Gitter. No, I haven't. Have you That's heard a much new of him? one for me. I thought I'd heard them all. He's, he's one of the original, like early nineties internet sales and, and, and um, sort of a door to door salesman that's taken his philosophy and scaled it to his size. And what's different with him is he's not from what I see and observe trying to, do the global domination thing. He's just freaking good at what he does. And he, and he builds his lifestyle around those skills to the size he wants, which is why he's not like famous, famous, but he's a, he's a well-published author. He wrote a book called the sales Bible. And I'd definitely awesome. recommend people to check okay. that out too. So uh, Alex, um, to finish today, I've really enjoyed speaking with you today and it's been, I think we could probably do a few more of these to delve a little bit deeper into some other areas of business and sales and the PT industry, the fitness industry. Um, but today we've pretty much covered mostly uh, the reason why people and in particular personal trainers and people in the sort of service-based industry, health industry, fitness industry should be able to confidently sell their services in order to build their business. We've also talked a little bit about the the background that you've uh, you have that you bring to the table doing what you do. So to finish with, what would be like the number one piece of advice that you'd like to give to anyone that's out there looking to improve the amount of money that they earn, looking to scale their business that's in a mm-hmm. situation where they help others that they could implement within 24 hours that they could implement within 24 hours. Well, I was going to say something else, right? Because one of the key things that I think is important and you can't do this in 24 hours, it's just not humanly possible because it requires work. But I want people to try and get comfortable with not caring what people think because that is the unlock to everything literally the unlock yes once you get comfortable with not worrying about what people think obviously you care about your family and your friends but if you can control it and you can really master it master your emotions and the way you feel about rejection or people that are insignificant in your life and how they think about you you all of a sudden become superhuman you do things that actually get you what you want right because Most people don't get what they want because they fear something and it's generally emotional or rejection. And if you can remove that from your business, from your life, from your relationships, you can actually live a much better life and you'll just do stuff that will get you what you want because everything you want is on the other side of fear. So sorry, I can't give you something that's a 24 hour fix because most good things aren't. 
but I want to leave people with something that will really have an impact. And like I said, if you can master that or get more comfortable with it or build your tolerance up to not caring what people think, that is the true unlock to most things in life. Yeah, nice one. I guess the the way that anyone could start that ball rolling in 24 hours is is to actually look inside themselves at what it is they're scared of specifically what it is that's scaring them you know what's holding them back and what more could they be giving to their audience to the people that really need them because actually by holding back because of fear you're preventing human beings from being helped by you and that's the kind of end like statement really as someone who helps people in their business if you're holding back on 10 percent, then you're holding back on 10 percent of what you can do for people. And that's not something that you should, uh, you should be living with every single day. I think breaking that is like you just identified the absolute best way to flourish in this world, you know, not just in business, but in general. And so, yeah, I'd echo that 100%. And it's something I'm big on a lot of the episodes in the, in the, um, Tommy G talks archives when it was previously the super self podcast, are focused around that and eliminating that fear and crossing that line. So thank you for bringing attention to that today, Alex. That's really useful for the listeners. And I'm sure that if anyone has anything they would like to specifically ask you about, they can find you relatively sure. easy. What's um, the best so way for Instagram, them to I'm always on Instagram. It's Alex C. Povey. Just send me a DM. I'm super responsive. Love connecting with new people. And then I've got a podcast called Coaching Ignited, which Tommy's on, so make sure you check that out. And then just search Coaching Ignited for my website and also my private Facebook group. It's pretty much Coaching Ignited everywhere, and that's the easiest way to find me. But, yeah, feel free to drop me a DM or a message, um, and we can connect. Awesome, mate. And we'll put the... We'll put your Instagram tag in the description of this episode. So it will be underneath uh, the uh, episode description for those of you that are listening to this now. So I want to take this opportunity again to thank you for being here on this podcast with me. This uh, episode has been about sales and marketing confidence for people in the fitness industry and other industries that help people. Thank you for being here, Alex. Any last Um, uh, words, mate? Don't take life too seriously, guys. Just have fun. Enjoy it. We've only got one of them, so... Yeah, just have fun with it, guys. I love that you've said that, and I love that you're on the early parts of my book. <laughs> I can't wait. I've got it. So it's that. my morning read <laughs> at the moment, so I can't wait to get stuck into this, and I'll let you know my thoughts when I awesome. finish it. But so good so far. Awesome, mate. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tommy G Talks. We'll be back again very soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tommy G Talks. Now you can get your copy of my book, Back Yourself, on Amazon. Just go to Amazon, type in my name and you'll see it there. Alternatively, go to backyourselfbook.com.